Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. We have a special Celebrating Life After 40 episode for you today. I'm so happy to have Stephanie Coughlin as my guest. She founded Image Intelligence in 2018. Before becoming an image consultant, she had executive roles at Glamour Magazine, Self Magazine, and Hearst UK, and also ran responsible media representing media brands, including Vogue, The New Yorker, Self, and GQ. She holds two graduate degrees from Harvard and honed her image consulting skills at FIT and the Image Resource Center of New York, which is where I studied also. I invited Stephanie on the podcast because I felt our recent phone call, the conversation warranted sharing with our Style That Binds Us community. So glad you're here, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Allison. That's such a lovely introduction. I feel like we're kindred spirits because we've been trained in the same place and we have such a fun background, both of you. So I feel honored to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. We're going to have fun today. And I want to just jump right on in. So I want you to tell us about how your former career is enhancing and influencing what you're doing today. You know, working at Vogue was an incredible experience over 15 years. And it taught me more than any other place I've ever worked. It was 80% positive, 20% difficult. Um, it's an unbelievable brand, but what it really taught me was taught me was the importance of editing and curating that there's so many options out there. And if you're an image consultant presenting so many different options to your client is just overwhelming. And so my point of, uh, difference hopefully is that I don't bring too many choices and colors and styles and brands to my clients because they just get overwhelmed. And so I try to curate a look that's personal, that works for their shape, that works for their their size, that works for their coloring. And, you know, at Vogue, you didn't necessarily see the inside of someone. It was all this outward image that Mm -hmm. they were sharing. And we all, the three of us know everyone knows in this business that feeling good on the inside is equally as important as this image that you're trying to project. You have to be able to be yourself. And so I also learned that perfection is not necessary, that feeling like yourself and having the idea that perfection really doesn't matter is critical. Um, The other thing that Vogue really taught me was that not everybody is going to follow the trends and that following the runway doesn't necessarily create a personal brand for yourself. Trends come and go. Um, The runway is there for you to look at beautiful images and see how you can translate some of those styles to your own personal image and your own personal style. Those were really, really important years for me. I think in general, overall, the media business can sometimes negatively scrutinize women and their style. And of course, that's not right. So it taught me that first impressions really matter because they stick. And making an effort to positively present yourself is so important to your own success professionally and personally. So I think in summary, it was 
my past experience is what really drove me to start the business because so many women who worked inside of media felt so scrutinized every day and insecure. And they spent hours in their closet when they were already beautiful Mm -hmm. and they were already kind and internally they were special people. So that was the real motivation for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that all makes a lot of sense and it leads directly to the next thing what we had discussed about, you know, what we talked about on the phone, multi yeah. of finding clothes for, for real women these days and how we arrived at this place in fashion. So, you know, in some ways it's good for you and me because clients are coming to us because they're overwhelmed and underwhelmed and literally cannot find out of this huge expanse of different clothing options, anything that really resonates with them or they feel like tells their story. So do you, what are your thoughts about why that is? Why is it that there is so little available right now for women just simply for their everyday lives? I mean, I think I love what you're doing with this over 40 podcast because social media doesn't really talk to us. And so you have this emergence and explosion in social media that is really focused on a young consumer and it's not speaking to people like us. So I think some of the things that I tell my clients who feel very insecure and they don't want to be on social media yet, they need to be on LinkedIn and these different places for their own personal branding and their own business success and their career. And they want to elevate the career and they want more influence. Mm -hmm. So the things that I say to them is you have to shop early Mm-hmm. Um, you have to shop early cause you've got to find retailers that have a larger selection that you can have brands that you can choose from. Um, if you go to a place like Zara and H and M early in the season, like really early, you're not going to feel as if the brand's not speaking to you. You're going to find things that work for you. I also think that, and it goes back to my Vogue days that you Buying one or two key pieces that might be a little bit more expensive, whether that's a dress, a skirt, a suit, a blazer, let's say a, a fabulous pair of shoes or boots, they're going to anchor your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And But you can only find them if you're out there early and trying to make it a priority on a seat, you know, twice a year. That makes sense. And- I think the brands themselves, a lot of the brands are confused because of social media. You know, now it's what's trending on social media is what you're supposed to be designing. And if that is definitely more than ever, not speaking to someone over the age of even 35, but certainly over the age of 40, then they're losing out on a big market and we're all losing out on, you know, opportunity. Yeah. And brand even, yeah, opportunity being loyal to brands and things like that. It really is. I think you had agreed with me that we're constantly on the search. We are. For brands that we're so excited, right? When we find one that we think will really work, you know, with our, with our clients. So yeah. body types, with their budget, with their lifestyle, you know, yeah. everything, not just centered around off-duty times, I guess, and garden no. parties. <laughs> You're right. And I think my clients are 
probably similar to yours and many C-suite positions and they don't even want to be on social media. They don't want to know about it. And I have a hard time, you know, trying to uh, explain the importance of when they do feel great about the journey and they're like, okay, I totally get this. And they really don't want the exposure. It's, it's somewhat generational, but yeah, it is important to continue to evolve. And we have to, I always say to many people who, who, like you who come to me and say, I can't find anything. They're afraid to level up. And that's why someone like you and I can really help people. It's self-esteem and it's self-confidence. It's what it is. It's what it comes down to, you know, and we can help guide people to understand that there are ways to find a modern look that don't have to cost a lot of money, but you have to do it early. And there are different interpretations for modern look too. Some people don't really care about being modern as much as they just want to be timeless and dress with quality fabrics, you know, and great tailoring. And that is, um, you know, absolutely to find that unless you spend a lot of money these days. So that's very true. You know, finding something that's classic, right? There's a British brand called another tomorrow. Yeah. It's really classic, but it's not inexpensive. That's the challenge. You know, one piece there or two pieces for a 35 or 40 year old woman, you know, that's a lot. It it's is. the entire budget, you know? So I think helping you and all of us helping each other find different brands is right. very key. Yeah. And it's interesting talking to, to clients, you know, it works both ways or friends. You know, I have a friend who was an editor at Bazaar for a long time and she of course loves designer clothes and has a very specific aesthetic. And she says, I supplement my designer pieces with, cause pieces because cause has that vibe um you know it's less expensive but it is an elevated certainly modern sophisticated brand definitely and i think that also what's happening right now with inflation Mm -hmm. incredible increase in cost of clothing and footwear and bags and cosmetics all of it is just risen in price so um, tremendously that what your um, bizarre editor said is so true because this idea of high and low dressing is not new. We've been doing this forever, but people forget because we were in this boom, boom era pre pandemic where everybody was just, we were just so out there. We were so busy. We were out and about everywhere constantly and social media created all of this, energy, you know, excess energy in a way. Oh yeah. We just get back down to basics. Right. Putting on a gap t-shirt with a great pair of jeans, whether it's Kate or it's, you know, um, made well, I mean, or made well, right. It's cool. Major. It's about the fit. Nobody cares if it came from, I mean, maybe some people do, but honestly, if you look fabulous and you feel good, you got to, a J crew pair of jeans on, right. If they, you know, Prada shirt, right. You know, it's because it worked. It's not because it was Prada. That's so true. Okay. And then another subject is, um, I hear 
often still, and it always makes me sad when women say, you know, I feel invisible. I go into a store and someone asks me if I'm shopping for my daughter, that kind of thing. Yeah. How do you think about that phenomenon? And what do you tell your clients about that? I think the phenomenon is happening sadly earlier and earlier as well. Mm. I have one client who is in her mid forties and she said on my team, they're beginning to overlook me. Oh no. And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, I just feel as if I have become less important. And that, and so when I meet these people for the first time, I'll, you know, obviously ask them about their goals and what they want to do. But that was what she said. I don't want to be invisible. So I really need to remake my look Mm -hmm. because I feel like I have taken my position for granted. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And when I did this closet edit with her, it was somewhat true that the clothes that she was wearing to Mm -hmm. really important events, Mm -hmm. basically like look like she was going to the beach. Oh, that's Yeah. No, it wasn't good. And I didn't use that term, but I just said she needed to level up a bit. And she did. And we just put together four or five really great looks that she could wear to big conferences Mm -hmm. that she was presenting at. But I think back to your real question, we have to make ourselves memorable. Mm-hmm. and believable. And how do you make yourself memorable? It's by making the effort mm-hmm. to you. That means grooming, whether that means to you putting on nail polish, mm-hmm. you have to make the effort in a couple of ways, put yourself together, show up like yourself, understand that people will notice if you make the effort in any way that could be for you putting on lipstick The other thing I think is really important is we have to help each other. Right. Helping each other in our industries, whether it's what you and I do, or whether someone's in the pharmaceutical business, whatever business they're in, help each other. Try to lead in your communities in some way, whether it's in your schools or in your community and nonprofits, that also gives you a presence. Right. Thirdly, I think nurture the next generation. Mm-hmm. That gives you a presence. Also, you're not invisible. There's something that I think our generation coined, which is cross-generational mentoring. Mm-hmm. And it's where you've got younger people working for you, but you each learn from one another. There's not this hierarchy that used to exist mm-hmm. in my career that always existed that, you know, I was the boss and these people were younger than me, or I was the younger entry-level person and there was someone I reported to. Well, that's changed a lot. There is the cross-generational mentoring where you learn from each other keeps you front and center because they look at you like the interns I had have said, you know, how much they've learned from me. But on the flip side, I've learned so much from them. Right. So I try, I think, as someone in this industry and someone who's been in media my whole career to always remember that. Your visibility depends on how you nurture others and Mm -hmm. how you make them feel and continuing to be a leader in the way you can and make a difference. Get out there, do other things, volunteer. All of it creates your visibility. Absolutely. And if you, you also have the power, just like you have the power with what you put on your body, the statement that makes 
you have more power than you realize as far as instead of feeling like you're becoming invisible and you're a victim. Instead, if you turn that around and talk about just stepping into your power, and especially like you said, if you lift each other up, then, you know, it's much, it's a, it's a group of women is certainly, you know, stronger together. As we always say, do you want people looking up to you and saying, I want to be like her at, at that age and that kind of thing. And it's definitely possible. It's just, um, like you said, it's how you present yourself. And, and as you get older, it takes a little more time. Absolutely true, but it's worth the investment of time Yes, because you're, you're part of the team. Right. But you have to make the effort just as you did when you were younger. Your effort can never end. No, you're right. You had to keep evolving because a lot of times things that you wore in the past were simple but chic and now they're frumpy. You know, you go from being, you know, one to another. And when you realize you're sliding into that mode, don't just be sad about it. (laughs) You know, it's time to, to do a little revamp. Absolutely. Um, and we all have to do it. Every one of us. Absolutely. Most definitely. Our skin tone changes and, you know, foundations that work for you forever, you know, need to be uh, updated and things like that. All right. So as we talk about all this, I want to share with our audience Obviously, some people don't have time or aren't interested in having a personal style, which is totally fine with both of us, but they are in need of, of ideas about brands and you know places to shop. So do you have a couple that are go-tos for you? I do indeed. For me personally, yes. But I, I for example, I've, I've been shopping these two newer brands recently mm-hmm. that I love. One is called The Fold. Mm-hmm. And it is not terribly expensive. It has sort of classic with a modern twist. Many of the fabrics are recyclable. Oh, that's great. Um, very responsibly sourced lining. And it, they're really, it's very reasonable. It's not a huge company. So you have to go on early because things sell out mm-hmm. online. I think it's British. Okay. I really like this for many of my clients because they want a straight pencil skirt and they want it in blue so they can wear something or black. They can wear something really fun over it. It can go in from work to evening. Okay. Um, the other one I love, which is relatively new and there's not a m- massive website, but you can find it on Moda. You can find it on net a is a brand called De Femme. Mm-hmm. And I love De Femme because you can buy stonewashed cargo pants for 200 bucks, a denim jacket for 295 mm-hmm. and a fully embroidered Georgette dress. that will probably be 2000. There's such a range of product on this brand, but it's really beautiful. It's very mm-hmm. feminine. Right. But my other go-tos, great. I love for um, some of my clients are Samantha Sung because it's, she's yeah. classic. If you can handle and you can find some solid colors, but People always stop and notice someone in one of her dresses. I know they're, they really are the fabrics. And I remember when I was with very early days, when 
I first met Betty Holbrook, who is the, you know, the original personal shopper. She runs yeah. the and she said, well, you know, you have to get a Samantha Sandra. So, you know, that was like one of my first things, <laughs> Next time. Ago or however long ago. but really it's still, the pattern is, you know, it's just, be- it's beautiful. It is very much, you know, ladylike. It really is. It's yeah. really ladylike. I think the other one that's very ladylike and a little more modern, but also more expensive is Zimmerman. Sure. Very expensive, but a piece, a shirt you'll have, you could have forever. Right. Yes. Right. And you can wear it with jeans and everything else. Yeah. I love, I love the shirts. Um, and then I have a British client and she uh, told me, I mean, I knew about LK Bennett, but she said, you know, that's where all of us Brits get our winter coats. Yes. Which is good to know because winter coats have kind of disappeared, you know, in America, it's like puffers are everywhere, but as far as a beautiful coat for when you're getting dressed up and things like that, going to work, it's really hard to find unless it's a Max Mara, you know, something like that. That's true. That's very true. I think in LK Bennett used to have so many stores in New York and they all, I I know they did. They did. So it would have to be online. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one that I'm kind of um, excited about right now is Frances Valentine, Elise Aarons. We were just on the phone with her and, you know, she and Kate Spade started this line right after they sold Kate Spade and a long time ago. And then, you know, very tragically Kate died, but Mm -hmm. I feel like right now what she's doing, she's taking it sort of this, classic but also vintagey a little kitschy you know kind of it looks like I, I don't know I think it's so cute little velvet you know ankle pants and little sweaters and a bunch of gold jewelry and cute little flats it looks like a cocktail party from the 60s or something. I think you're so right and I do so it, it it is very whimsical like Kate Spade it right. really, but it, but uh, more but probably it's a bit more rich the tones yeah. are richer. Yeah. The, no, really. the, um, the embellishments are a little bit more upmarket, I think. Well, yeah. And they never did the clothes, which is interesting. That is interesting. They just did the handbags and then they brought in maybe some shoes, but they, the apparel is after Kate Spade was sold. So this started also with shoes and handbags again and then accessories. And now it's a full blown apparel is 50% of their, of their business. And, and so that's fun. Like if you want to go, you know, you're having a cocktail party at your house or you're going to somebody's house, it's the perfect brand for that right now. I feel like, you know, the other things are like great, you know, like favorite daughter and stuff like that. Some of the brands that we're talking about, um, in Memo Fleur, I think is doing some interesting things for work again now these days. And those brands are great for that. And then for some fun little holiday, you know, cocktail get togethers, Francis Valentine might have some things, or like you said, a Zimmerman top, you know, and a pair of uh, pants. Or even a lot, a lot double J top. Sure. 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 Right? I mean, yeah. again, a piece here or there, but yeah. you'll wear that piece forever. Right. None of them are giving it away, but I think Francis Valentine is probably more reasonable. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, me and M. I, I think know that, yeah. Me and M has some great classic pieces, but some beautiful flowing. I just saw this beautiful cashmere um, skirt with a wonderful turtleneck, larger sweater that looks good on the right shape. 
somebody oh, yeah. taller that could pull it off. Yeah, that's a cute brand. My British client, again, you know, came back. Every time she comes back, she's wearing a bunch of new M&M. But now it, the stores will come into America. So that'll yes. be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be wonderful. I think that's going to yeah. get... Uh, there's not a store out there like that. Uh, La Linea is a, you know, another brand that I like that's simple. Right. The dresses are going to be for a certain body type. Totally. Um, She's a little young, but they're so pretty. They're all former Vogue people I worked with and they understand quality. It's not a massive overwhelming line and you can get some beautiful classic sweaters there. Right. And um, some pretty dresses. Yes, definitely. Most definitely. Um, Cynthia Rowley's always fun. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there are some things out there. It's just uh, knowing how to find them, you know, when you just go on the internet and, it, you know, if you're not living in New York City. So I think this will be helpful to people too, just hearing what what resonates with us and what we're shopping using to shop for our clients. Absolutely. Um, I, I think as well, I can give you a more updated list of all the ones I've been working on, like wardrobe, New York city. I really like as oh, sure. well. a little bit more classic and just some great basics that everybody needs that they could wear every day um, to mix with some of those investment pieces. Right. Exactly. Most definitely. It is a great, some other brands like that are popping up too. So it's getting better. You just have to be able to find them. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast. And I also wanted you to give any tips for someone who wants to make their current look a little more modern without spending a lot of money. Well, I think I'll go back to what I was saying earlier that to create a more modern look, or let's just say a, re- a new, refined, fresh look right. for yourself. It's important to shop early in the season and to, to go to your favorite places early so that you have the greatest selection mm-hmm. and you can find your shape and you can find your color that work for you. Again, I go back to buying one or two investment pieces yes. and then getting some fun lower priced product to work and match mix and match with those. Mm -hmm. So it could be the other brand we didn't mention was Jay McLaughlin, for example, classic. So you buy a couple of classic pieces and you add on a Zimmerman or a pair of boots you've been coveting, get some anchor pieces for your wardrobe that you can mix and match and go to some of the, bigger brands and retailers like Azara on fifth Avenue in New York city or in Paris or in London. There's they're everywhere. And that's my secret. Often if I can't go with somebody, I will shop for them online and send them in and I'll have it all arranged. And I did two weeks ago, a client, I couldn't go to New York with her, but I phoned ahead of time. She had an event with her husband in Toronto and I'd shopped for her online, found the pieces, put them in a dressing room, boom. And she went to Zara on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty fabulous. So there are retailers that will have a great variety of pieces for everyone if you're there early. If you're there later, you're going to feel bad. So that's the easiest way right now 
with limited inventory, in my view, um, because inventory is limited. I don't think we're ever going back to the days where people have 10 size tens of some line of some product. They're just not, they don't want the inventory. So it behooves us all to be a teeny bit more organized and edit our closets early. Know what we talk to someone like ourselves or research online, how to edit your closet back. So you can make room for a few things to freshen your look up every year. And there are brands that, you know, if you don't shop Zara or, you know, one of those type fast fashion brands, there are other brands that are doing a good job too. If you want to steer away, you know, and shop in a more sustainable way, which is, you know, sure, absolutely. we do a lot too. So, it is always going to be a work in progress, but I think what you hear all the time, it's a bunch of cliches, but it's so true. Less is more quality versus quantity. Get a couple of that investment pieces. And the great thing about investment pieces is that next fall, you'll pull them back out and, and wear them again. They're not pieces. People will say, well, what if I don't even wear it that much this season? I mean, it's not about the season. It's about like building an art collection. You know, you're building this wardrobe that is going to, if you take care of it, it's going to, you know, last you, you know, these things don't ever go out of style. Then you can add a few trendy pieces in depending on, you know, if you love hot pink, this is your year. So bring in some hot pink pieces and things like that. So absolutely. It's doable. It just takes a little more time these days. And I think that we've given people some good suggestions and a little bit of advice and, and hope knowing that they're not alone and they're not crazy. It's not that they cannot get themselves dressed. It's that it is truly an issue right now that, designers and and people are dealing with them on both ends because things are being created based on analytics and data and things like that so they're not really taking into consideration people that are not social media stars so so okay well stephanie thank you so so much for being with us today and i look forward to talking with you more on on this subject and we'll keep people updated on new brands that we discover and things like that going forward. Well, thank you both so much. This was such a pleasure. I'd love to do it again. And I'd love to have you on my women with no limits series. So we'll check in on that next. And thank you so much. Any questions, you know where to find me. Tell people where to find you. (laughs) Um, I'm at image underscore intelligence on Instagram on um, LinkedIn as Stephanie Coughlin and on Facebook as Image Intelligence as well. Mm -hmm. Great. And online. So thank you so much. Awesome. All right. Thanks everybody for joining us today. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.